You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's Roycey Unchained, presented by Josh Arnold, investment consultant, Mr. Money Talk, Pat down in Fort Myers, but you were you were glued to that Gophers-Purdue game last night. I was, and we found out that when they make shots in the first half, they're really good, and when they don't make shots in the second half, now Purdue really geared up the defense and took Christie out of the game. But I was screaming at the television to tell Hummel and that other knothead to stop worrying about the technical changing momentum. They got one bleeping point. They already had possession when he got teed up. The guy made one out of two free throws, and then they got the ball. What? (laughs) They lost momentum. What is wrong with these morons? And then they make a statement like that. Even if they realize they're wrong, they keep talking about it. They keep bringing it. Oh, if it's since since the technical, they've been outscored twelve to two. That had nothing to do with it. He lost one point. You dummies! It really. I, I was screaming at the TV. I'm saying, shut up! It didn't make any difference. He, he got mad. He got teed. Uh, probably didn't deserve it, but uh, they don't want him. He's a young coach, and the referees don't want him getting away with, uh, you know, yeah. getting away with screaming at him because he got enough problems with McCaffrey and uh, the other veteran coaches in the league. So they're going to keep Ben in his place, and I think it's about his second tee ever, right? But it's it had nothing to do with the game or the momentum or anything. It was one point. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it is funny how much broadcasters spend time like wringing their hands over trying to figure out who has the momentum. Did the momentum mm-hmm. swing? Did this cause a change in momentum? It mm-hmm. might just be that Purdue's one of the top two teams in the country and yes. they woke up in the second half. I, and I, and then when uh, Payne gets in his traditional uh, foul trouble, they first try Parker, Parker, Parker Fox. He's six foot, what, nine, weighs 140 pounds playing this, you know, down in Iowa, that Freeman guy, the big kid, just took him and put his head and stuffed it right through the basket for about 20 points. And now they bring him out to guard Edie? Really? Yeah. Come on. I mean, he had no chance. They had no chance once. Uh, apparently they've, uh, they, Ola Joseph looked completely lost yesterday. So that must be the reason they're not playing him. And uh, so they brought the big kid in, and the where's he? The four-time transfer, wherever Wilson, he's from, right? Is Wilson, Jack, Wilson. Jack Wilson. Yeah. I love yeah. that guy. I do too. What the he hell? played football at like Washington State, and still mm-hmm. had some some basketball eligibility. He left tried home. to uh, he tried to put Eddie <laughs> tried to tear his shoulder yep. off. Of that. <laughs> got to, you know that would have been uh, good. This guy's not the best basketball player in America, by the way. Either he's going to win the end, but that's a bunch of crap. He's a you know a big tall guy, but he's you know uh, I I I the. There's rumors that he's going to get drafted in the second round of the NBA. 
Not yeah, I, I, I could, I could, I could see him. Well, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think, not he, yeah, he's not like a lottery pick. If you, you can't, mm-hmm. he's not like a perimeter guy. I could see him maybe spending a couple of years in the G League, like Luca, developing a three point shot and and scoring 29 points in the G League. That's what I could see. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, it was, uh, you know, two games in a row, almost identical, except the difference is you lost to a good club last night. And uh, Iowa, you lost to a bad team. So, in fact, I watched Iowa some the night before. I think it was the night before. Yeah, they played Aaron. like the they played like the Gophers played against them. They just they had the game won, and then all of a sudden they were terrible. And Maryland held them scoreless for about ten minutes. So, well, Pat, yeah. the the key is though, Caitlin Clark, who you found, no one in this town had ever heard this of her. No one had ever now- this town. I don't think even in Iowa they knew about her. Well, okay, no, in I, the okay, entire country, did. Caitlin Clark was basically an unknown until Royce <laughs> like watched five seconds of a Hawkeye Michigan women's game. game. Got in the by car and drove down there. And by a coincidence, Michigan, who last night she got the 49 against. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. That building, apparently they were selling tickets for $2,000 oh, and wow. stuff to get in. And, uh, and uh, the Hawkeyes played the Gophers a few nights earlier. There's about 5,000 people. They in can't the drop it. Yeah. It's no drop. No, they're all saving their cheap Iwegians are saving their money to go see Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, she, Pat, she pulled up from the logo for the for the <laughs> yeah, for, for the, the winner, shot that yeah. uh, you know well, broke the record. It, it was funny that what got me interested in her. Okay, I'm kind of exaggerating my, the uh, my revelation that she existed, but what got me interested was seeing the end of a game with Michigan when Michigan was really good a couple of years ago, and Michigan was. Uh, uh, beating it, beating him bad, and she made about five shots from where she made that shot last night down yeah. the stretch. I said, "This is phenomenal. I've never seen a woman shoot the ball from there." And uh, you know, the what, what a great advantage in women's basketball. One of the greatest things they ever did was when they made the ball smaller a few years ago. You know, what twenty years ago maybe or something like that. And they, you know, so the you know hands are a little smaller, and they they can. They can shoot from 30 feet, just like Steph Curry. And she was, she is phenomenal. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) But she's now, she's facing that thing when you get so much positive publicity. Now people want to look for the negative and she's feistier than hell. There's no doubt about that. But that should be considered a good quality. I agree. It's also like we never really we don't do that with men's players as much, right? No, we say no, it's a competitive no. fire with her. It's yes, like oh, yeah, she's, Michael yeah. Jordan, the greatest player ever, complete jackass to his yeah. teammates and everybody else. He was, you know, complete bad guy. But but nobody. Oh, what a competitive fire! Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yep. Anyway, that's I got to get that. Uh, I got it's been I've been fuming about the. Timeout changing momentum since last evening. And, you know, I'm not the biggest defender of the home team, but in this case, it was so stupid. Speaking of competitive fire, I kind of like how the, the Wolves are holed up there in Portland for 72 hours. They got yes. the two games. They've got the the last game on the last night the last before night. the All-Star break. They just want to get out of town, right? And instead of playing when they're uh, playing with their food all night, Pat, they jump out to a 44 to 14 first quarter <laughs> yes. advantage and yes. just and, put it to bed. <laughs> and you and I were saying yesterday or, the, or the, one of the times we talked this week that they were just going to beat Portland as bad as they wanted to because 
they, Portland had put up their big fight, but then they they almost let them back into the game. They did, like, yeah. They get it down to six or something, but it was they were nobody was ever worried about it. I, I didn't get to watch it last night, but I saw that score and I thought, holy cow, that's uh, and Anthony uh, Anthony's I gotta say he's been on a pretty good roll here. So last yeah. night he was, you know, he was he even had a few assists and uh, you know played. Uh, Played great, and uh, you know it's hard to quibble with. Uh, you know they only have twenty six games left. There's only one third of the season left. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah they are. So right now they're on a fifty eight win pace. They would, the last four equal, games of this. That what's would equal that? their best ever, right? That's what they were in two thousand four. I think fifty eight twenty four. Yeah, and they had to win their last season. nine games to get there. They went on a massive oh, really? winning streak at the end of that season. I forgot that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, there. But now I I didn't even know Deadspin existed still. But somebody did just like a really weird hit piece on the Timberwolves today. There wasn't good. even like any. It was I don't even know if there's an author attached to it. But it was basically the Wolves are like the Jazz from a couple years ago, and they're going to be frauds in the playoffs. Comment um, below. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. That's uh, that's good. And then you know the Jazz. The Jazz were winning a bunch of games, and then uh, the big the big guy took the season. You know if. If Edwards or Cat or uh, you know gets hurt here, maybe the guy's right. Maybe they will. Uh, yeah. Lose. Also, the Jazz stay healthy. The, either, the Jazz had guys like Joe Ingles playing perimeter yes. defense. You know, yes, it's, that's, that's it's not true. really comparable. Yes, it's uh, you know it's uh, you know it's amazing. Nobody saw it coming. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody saw this coming. You know, thirty nine and 60, 70, 60, 60. Wow, they got they got twenty six left. So uh, it's what? How is the schedule? Is it tough? Easy? What's what they they've got? they've gone through the toughest portions of the schedule, uh, not, the last two games notwithstanding, because Portland is not a very good team. But they definitely have already gone through the hardest part of the schedule. So when they come back, they they do get Milwaukee on Friday next week. Milwaukee though is three and seven under Doc Rivers. Bucks are a mess. Memphis beat oh, them last right night. In. There. But they they come out they play eight consecutive home games out of the All Star break. Wow. The Wolves do. Oh really? Holy cow! Yep. Hey, uh, the Bucks. One of those uh, buyout guys went to them yesterday, though, right? They got they yes. got some. Who uh, who Who'd they it? get yesterday? I mean, I don't know. I've, I I uh, they got somebody. They got oh, somebody. Gallinari. They got Danilo Gallinari. Gallinari. Yeah, this team would have liked to have him. He's a mm-hmm. shooter, you know. But they're gonna want well, somebody. They're gonna get a buyout guy. I. Uh, I got semi inside information on that because I was spent three hours with Glenn Taylor yesterday down in Naples, and uh, oh, and uh, we're kind of working on a big piece for when he's done with you know leaving sports, and uh, uh, and he says we're waiting for a buyout. They're waiting. They were waiting to add a buyout guy. So he talks to Connolly quite a bit. He said, "Look at you, but hey, you know, hanging what? with Glenn." Yes, Glenn's got a nice place down there on the channel. Not did you get to have there. some of the homemade lasagna or potato yeah, did Becky, salad? Did Becky come Becky, and say hi? Becky, Becky did service lunch. Katie went down with us, but we didn't get the lasagna. But uh, we have evidence that she makes it herself. It's not any phony deal. She makes it herself. It's her own secret recipe. But I found out something, guys. You know, when I grew up, nobody in any form of education ever mentioned economics. The, the great, how about you, Judd? Anybody ever say economics to you? Study oh. economics? 
Nobody ever studied. Well, no, there was like home ec, home economics, but it was <laughs> yeah, mostly like how to vacuum your home and clean and like nobody how to cook. in school, nobody in school told you about money. Which they, they taught you how to balance to a checkbook, but they didn't <laughs> yeah. tell you how to add yeah. more money to your checking account. Yeah. Yeah. I hand. learned more. I learned more yesterday just listening to him. I got an hour and thirty-seven minutes on tape and uh, listening to him. But what I discovered, guys, is. This idea that the poll ads should go into their other, you know, and Personal. You know, just lose money on the twins, right? Yeah. And, you know, they should do, they should, these are all separate. Well, Steinbrenner might be that kind of guy. But all these businesses are separate. Right. These are like Glenn Taylor's got 60 businesses. Yes. And. They all have a budget. They all submit a budget when the years. Oh, you don't. The other, you don't become a billionaire from Comfrey, Minnesota, if if you end up, you know, robbing Peter to pay off Paul or something, right? And uh, and it so that it's a separate entity, and uh, you know the Timberwolves have to support themselves, and that's that's the same thing with the Twins for the the poll ads. They got the same kind of money, and they're not going to just go take it out of the, you know, what what they do when the radio station lost money. They dumped it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah goodbye. First they dumped so, Dex, uh, but then, then they, they dumped, dumped Declan yeah. first. Yeah, I, was yeah. Declan yeah. first. <laughs> I was the David Ortiz of that situation. Okay. And that didn't oh, save him. That didn't save him, but uh, it was, and it wasn't like I was picking his brain on this. It was just. It's, it's all of a sudden it goes boing, uh, you know, they, this is not one big pot is what you discover. It's not one big pot. It's 60 different pots. If you, however many companies. Yeah. You well, own, that's the thing like with, with the poll ads, for instance, because in basketball, at least there's a salary cap and there's luxury yeah. tax. But in baseball, I think people look at net worth of poll ads. Oh, yes. four billion dollars. That must mean they have $4 billion just burning a hole in their U.S. bank checking account or whatever, right? They've lost like, money. No, those are, allegedly, they've lost money the last three years. As it like net worth money? No, or twins. The poll twins. The twins have lost money, supposedly, yeah. the last three years. Coming out of and COVID, lose, the big payroll last lose, year. Yeah, that COVID and the whole thing. The last, yeah, I mean, COVID in there. But they're not going to go, uh, you know, sell off a bank. To, to support the twins here that's not but you're saying the twins the twins may have the cheap poll ads may have lost money on a team that won a division and then yes. won a playoff series and we're yes. still ripping them yes. for not coughing up even more yeah, money going into the, when they're uh you know i don't know how many companies they have but it became, it occurred to me as glenn was talking <laughs> that these are all different because he says one thing i do very well is budget you know, and every year they, the guys who are running his company, the men or women who are running his company, submit a budget. Hmm. And he looks at it after a few months, and if it's looking good, every you know everything's fine. If he's he looks at it after a few months, then there's a come to Jesus meeting, I'm sure, with the people. But uh, well, he anyway. won't have to budget for the second apron of the luxury tax. It sounds like next year because his his new majority owners might be in charge of might, uh, but uh, they're not exactly leaping along here. They were. Uh, I think it's gonna maybe be. It was supposed to be February 29th. They 
I, I learned. And, but it's going to be more like June 1st, probably. But okay. Are we waiting for more investors? Now, yeah, Glenn didn't say this. I don't want to get in trouble. Hell, he owns a paper. It could be the end of me. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get. I don't want to get in trouble. But uh, you know, if 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 and, and and he never mentioned this, but if they don't come up with it, he get he keeps what they got, and he's got the team, and he can sell it for a billion more than he's yeah. selling it for now. That's the other thing. He's only getting it, only getting a billion and a half. Yeah. And tell him he, to find to find a guy who, who, like with the Suns, can just come in and literally write, the write him a check, and Glenn yeah. can walk out and go home and, and have his 15%. He, he, he did talk to that guy, but uh, I'll have to reveal that, what happened that. That guy did talk to him about the team, but... Apparently the uh, team wouldn't have been here if he'd sold it to him. So see that uh-huh. I bet that was a, a common theme with yes. But if you're the NBA now, especially now that the Wolves have become competitive again, you don't oh, want to yeah. you don't want to give no. up a top fourteen media market. No, right. That's why no. you're building so important. Yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they're getting it cheap, so they better they better put in half. If they want a billion dollar arena, they better put in half. All the wills. They've got suggestions. Yeah. Yeah, they can they can write out a check. That uh, yeah. Anyway, it was uh, it was instructive. Good, you know, we're two small town guys, but one of them one of us learned a little bit more about money than the other. You know, Pat, <laughs> Pat you're, you're shortchanging yourself. You did pretty well too. You have a pool, okay? Yeah, you did, right. Well, and you don't carry around anything below like a, what a twenty. So come on, Glenn, like I mean, Glenn has probably had a one burning a hole in his. Wallet mm-hmm. previously, Roycey never has. <laughs> no, well, probably the last I upgraded about 12, 13 years ago. It used to put tens and higher in my billfold. Now you got to be a 20. The last like time a one, box. you you were pr- probably going to buy baseball cards at the local drugstore and fold up. The last time a one dollar <laughs> bill graced your pants. Well, no, no, I never put a one in the one or a five in the billfold, but I did tens for a while. But now it's now it's only a 20. Only a 20 makes the billfold. When you, you know so what? so when you go and you buy something for nine dollars, do you tell the the gas station to keep the eleven, or do you put no, it in? No, I just put it in my pocket. I got okay. I put it in my. I got I got ones and fives and tens. <laughs> right. They just go in the pocket. They don't okay, get the glory of the of the. And you know what? The the fifties becoming the new twenty too for you know in America. Oh, tell me about it. What a pain in the ass that's become. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is when you're spending, inflation. When you're spending inflation there mm-hmm. with the grandkids, the fifties become the new 20 with the grandkids, you know? So that's, that's all I'm saying. So hold, wait, wait, wait. So you, you buried the lead here. Did you say that you have an hour and, and a half of your conversation on tape? Hour and, I, you know, I'm not a great taper of interviews. You don't tape and you never had, I, I think the last person to transcribe for you was me with the Sid book. Yes. Well, I uh, you can I can do it on this phone here. It's uh, very good, and I figured since I'd be quoting the boss of the newspaper, I should go for uh, absolute accuracy. Yep. <laughs> not just gist. Not just gist. You know, absolute accuracy. So yeah, it's probably probably a good call. Yes, it's probably a good call. So anyway, that's 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 that story. So hey, Super Bowl, who's win? Who's winning the Super Bowl? Who, yeah. who or who won Kansas the Super City. Bowl? Kansas City. How about that, man alive? That was oh, great. I got you. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Wow, it was, uh, it's, uh, we, we had a little trouble at the, have we figured out if it was a gang warfare or uh, what the hell? It was, was some on? dispute that, that escalated and it's just, and now of course the same conversation we have every time this happens, the last 20 years is happening yes. and yes. we'll just well, do it again next debate. week. Now it's a debate that, uh, you know, the, the same one, guns, guns aren't the problem, criminals are the problem. So anyway, it's too yeah. bad. It's too bad. Maybe we'll have to cancel parade. They got to be getting sick of parades in Kansas City anyway. What the hell? Three of them. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's kind of. That's uh, a talking point. That's hey, To get, yeah, get rid of parades. parades. Yep. How, how much is the snow still on the ground? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's chilly here. All right. Good. So they got the uh, World Cup over at Worth. Uh, you know, nice to have a little snow to bring in a World Cup here. That cross country, right? Pat, I, I saw uh, I saw a guy cross country skiing downtown Minneapolis oh, yeah. yesterday. I don't yeah. know if he was like prepping for the get lost. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, where's Worth Parkway? They think they own the streets. They yeah. think they own the streets. And a guy just you know walking down the street here a while back. Just get the hell out of the street. You know, what do you want me to do? Hit you? You know, unbelievable. Just Man, I think I think I saw it was Minneapolis Washburn of all schools. They won the downhill. Wow, the yeah, Alpine they've, had, skiing. they've had good skiing over there for yeah. some reason. They get a few Southwest and Washburn and some of those places. It's uh, it's uh, but the ski conditions up in Bawabic last week must have been awful. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, all on ice. So anyway, well, Pat, you should tell us. I don't know if you've got some recommendations for four wheel drive vehicles or any of your favorite vehicles oh, at yes. Valley Auto Group. Dang right I do. Now that you got snow on the ground, uh, Jim Paul, Brett Paul, Valley Group of GM dealers, all the SUV stock you would possibly want to look at from the small ones to the big ones. And then uh, trucks, the Sierra GMC trucks are, uh, um, I'm told by my truck people are fantastic and hot sellers. And uh, you can even get a, you can go out there and really make a good deal for a sedan. I bet you if I wanted just, just from going to hockey games and seeing the minimal number of sedans in the parking lot would tell me you can really uh, make a good deal on a, on a sedan. And there's nothing wrong with a sedan. I've driven them all my life. I don't need a truck. I don't need an SUV, but maybe you do. Anyway, 0.9%, uh, uh, in, in uh, rate on uh, uh, loan rate on uh, some of the vehicles, 1.9 on others. Jim Paul uh, or Brett Paul, Valley Group of GM dealers, Apple Valley and Hastings, and I've bought my last six, seven vehicles from them. So I must it. trust them, huh? You must. Yes, you must. So, all right. And well, you know what? They could watch a basketball game. See a team give up one point on a technical and not talk about it the rest of the night like it was like it was the key of the game. They're smart guys too. They aren't idiots like Bob Hummel and those guys. Oh man, yeah, go buy a car. They're not idiots. I love it. All right, Pat, enjoy your weekend. I'm doing uh, Phil. I'm doing a piece on the on the invited catchers. You know the the traditional invited catchers, the meals of spring training. You know they they end up doing. There's some great ones in the past. I went back the last 10 years. You know, the one guy who was a success as an invitee, Juan Centeno. He had a Juan Centeno, yeah. And he was still playing in the Puerto Rican Winter League this winter. I would Juan. say Rene, Rene Rivera was another one that got some yeah, run. Yeah, but I think I think they brought him in. 
and put him on a roster. He's not listed as they're not. Okay. Or maybe they did it later in spring. You're right, though. They might have brought him in later in spring. After Those guys just hurt. sitting out there. It's high. Once you get into, like, mid-March, it's oh. 90 degrees out there. They're catching oh, all yeah. these bullpens. Mm. Yes. But uh, it's, a, it's a different world. But they're, they're still the, uh, you know, as soon as they start sending pitchers back, Across the parking lot, you go with them. You hope you get in. A, you hope you get two at bats before they let you go. Carry the, their bags too, yes, backup catcher guy. They're the hard workers. <laughs> All right. We'll All see right, you Pat. Guys. We'll see you Bye. Monday. It's Roycey Unchained here on Score North.